frontier. Larson, always oh, in. Hendrik Larson! That is sensational! Lambert! What a way to settle it! Nakamura! It's Tom Rogge! This is Celtic Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Celtic Daft um, from Football Daft. My name is producer Ryan and he's here, he's beautiful and he's perfect. It's Chris Toll. How are you doing, Chris? That was lovely. That was a lovely introduction, mate. No problem at all, mate. I'm a happy guy today. Oh, well, I guess it would be nice. <laughs> if I could touch a body, I know that everybody has got a job like you. Uh, as you can tell, me and Chris are very, very happy today. We are recording at 23 on Sunday afternoon. Celtic have just finished playing Aberdeen. It was a glorious day. Um, before we crack on with, with the show, just thank you very much to anybody who's listening. We're now on the main feed. If you want to be on this show with me and Chris, get signed up on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football daft. Get yourself on there and you can come be a pundit with us and we can talk about Celtic every single week. Um, right, Chris, so two games then since we last we last spoke. We had Leverkusen during the week um, and then Aberdeen today. So we'll very quickly touch on Leverkusen because it was one of them games where... I, I don't think we should have took a friendly this close to the Aberdeen game. <laughs> Put, putting people at risk, serious risk. No, the, the what I wanted to ask you, mate, right, we were messaging on the day and the team came out and we, we discussed last week, would we put McGregor in, would we not put him in? Never mind that. There he was, Kyogo. He was back from... Sneaky wee janitor. <laughs> there he is. What, what were you thinking? What, what were you thinking when you seen him pop up? What were you thinking? Mate, you see, with uh, 10 minutes of the first half starting, I thought, this is it, we're going to win the Europa League. <laughs> and um, it was, he just brings so much more than a Yeti. It's unbelievable mm-hmm. the difference when he's through the middle. Um, again, Callum McGregor was good to have him back as well. Uh, do you know what? See if it's not for their goalie. That's a, it's such a different story, that game. What I was going to say was, you know, we, we started really well against Leverkusen. We could have had two or three goals within the first 15 minutes. Um, like, decent chances. Goalie pulled off good saves all the way through. You know, if you go back and watch the highlights, the first three minutes of the highlights are silly chances. Um, but we never took our chances. Leverkusen did. They were, they were clinical, man. Um, we seem to be lacking a bit of left back with Montgomery he, he kind of got lost a bit um, and that's kind of where a few of their goals came from Ralston and again in the first half if if Turnbull doesn't have a bit of a brain fart at the time mm-hmm. you know it could, have, it could have been a different story altogether because Celtic were Celtic were the better team right up until Leverkusen scored aye pretty, pretty much it's, we, we played really well then Obviously, the second half, I don't know how he's, how he's gave that penalty either. Um, it, uh, do you know what? It, it brings back the, the whole unlucky thing, but, you know, took a, a, a wee bit of heat for that. 
last week, so we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Aye, exactly. The only thing that I would say with the, the the penalty decision, you know, it was I don't think it was a penalty. What I didn't understand was no VAR. Check on it. Like I, I don't understand how there wasn't a VAR check on that. Either way, you know, even if it's I think they only use it in clear and obvious mistakes, which that one was. <laughs> no, it, but the thing is, the referee, like nobody's really challenged it. Aye, you know what I mean. So uh, even if even if it was checked, it, it comes off his arse and then comes off his arm. Mm-hmm. But when it comes off his arm, it comes off the sleeve of his jersey, which. Is supposedly not a penalty. Too high up, isn't it? Aye. So, I, do you know what? I, I was expecting us to lose that game. I wasn't expecting us to lose it by as many as we did lose it by. I think the the, the, the scoreline, the 4-0 scoreline, I think, um, I would it's say... Flatters, it flatters level, aye, it I, I would say it flatters them. I think they deserve to win, and we did deserve to get beat overall, because if you don't take your chances in the team are clinical, then that's, that's what happens. But... Um, four 0 I think was a bit flattering for them. It could have been different, like I said. What, what about Vox? But what a player he is, is he not? Oh mate, do you know? Right, I need to, I need to kind of own up to this. I was at the game, right? Mm. And I, te- I text you. I left work in a rush. Forgot to pick up my glasses. Couldn't see a thing, mate. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm top tier. I'm up in four four one, looking down, and all I could see was oh. like white and blue jerseys. And I'm like, I, I don't know who's who on this pitch. Now I can only I tell. Just- Frimpong was there because he was getting booed by every touch he took in the ball. That's the only reason I knew that, who that was. Aye, but that was quite strange for me. But um, talking about Frimpong, apparently he's come out and said he didn't want to leave. He was forced out of the club. Aye. So, Guy beside me was telling me that at the, at the game. Um, I don't know, man. Like It's a strange one because obviously we got decent money for him. And they're saying that he didn't want to leave, he was forced out. I think regardless of he... But didn't have a replacement for him. I know, but it's Celic, isn't it? You know, the, the money we got for him, for a guy who we spent very little on and was still kind of in his peak. Plus also at that time, we were starting to fucking downsize at that point. Do you know what I mean? Like we were really starting, things were wanting to go right for us. Um, and we decided to kind of cash in and take it and run. So that is, it's a shame. What I will say is if you were Boone, Frimpong, the other day, have a look at yourself. Like the, the, the I, I, I don't think there was any need for that. I think it, actually in the second half, I noticed it and people were booing him. A lot of other folk started clapping as well, just to kind of counteract it a little bit. Because I think most folk were going, "Why? Why is he getting booed here? Like just because he used to play for us and left doesn't mean he deserves to get booed." You know what I mean? So that was a. Do you know why Celtic Celtic have never ever really done that before? Celtic but, fans, that, that that surprised me. Aye. Do you know what? It's a different generation of Celtic fans now. And I'm sounding like a pure Celtic dad when I say that, right? Like but, fucking Neil Lennon, mate. But, no, but it's the truth, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, there Aye. was players... But Harold Bratback come back and scored two goals against us. And he never got booed. Aye, all right, he scored the goal that stopped to 10, basically. But yeah. any any player that's come back and scored has never really been uh, booed or anything like that. But... I don't know. I just it, it doesn't sit right with me, Ryan. Nah, I I, I didn't like it. I wasn't a fan. Kenny Miller. What? Kenny Miller. I forgot about him. Aye, but <laughs> I, I'd boo him. I'd boo everything, every fucking touch of the ball he takes. Um, so I that game speaks for itself. You know, is we weren't expecting much from it. The scoreline, like we say, flattered Leverkusen a little bit. We could have been in the game a bit earlier. 
But hats off to their goalie, kept him in it, and then the class kind of prevailed eventually. By the way, uh, that's not, that, that goalkeeping performance is up there with Foster against Barcelona for me. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like, look, yeah, at, look at the saves. I made an absolutely top draw saves as well. Aye, exactly. Unreal. Unreal. And, but, but see if it's not for Joe Hart, it's a lot more for him as well. Aye. So when you take that into account, you know, um, aye. Well, well, I don't think we deserve to win it. I don't think we ever expected to win it. Um, what I say to you before as well, I, I can see he's been on a few hidings in this Europa League. So mm-hmm. I think it's, it, 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 you know, it domestic footballs are bread and butter this year, right? European football, I think, is going to come down to the Fenerbahce games, the, the kind of double header we've got. I next. mean, this one, if we come third, do we drop into a conference? Yes. Right, so that's how we win a trophy this year. Right. Right, that's the only way we can win one. Well, that's how we do the, the quadruple this year, you know what I mean? When League <laughs> both Cups. What are we, are, we getting, are we getting the Lowland League in the fucking Charity Cup or not or something? Mate, listen, listen, I'll take it. If it's going, I'll take it. Um, right, let's move on then to today. We're away, away to Aberdeen, way up to Pataudry. Um 2-1 it finished, mate. I think I predicted 2-1. Last week on, on this show, I'm going to go back and listen. Um, I said one nothing, didn't I? You said one nothing. I said, I said two and one. I forgot it was Celtic. I was talking about. <laughs> you, you said one not with Aberdeen, but I cut that out. Where <laughs> you don't tell your rotten lies. <laughs> um, right, let's talk about the game of day. What was your what was your thoughts going into this one, mate? Obviously, after the performance on Thursday, what were you? How were you feeling going into this game? Obviously, re- return of Scott Brown playing against Celtic for the first time. <laughs> Oh, it was strange, wasn't it? Just seen him in a tunnel, man. And what, that's, he played that's well. Right. He played well. Brownie Slater. Aye. Could have had a goal um, as well. I think there was a, a lot of the Aberdeen players that actually played well. Um, so for Celtic to be so far on top for the first half an hour of the game was madness, man. We should Again, we didn't convert any goals, which is starting to become a bit worrying. Mm-hmm. But I think that's and I, I says to you um, the other night there, Ryan. I says we can't keep playing Turnbull and Rogic in the same team because the the game just bypasses the midfield. And I thought we are dropping Rogic and bringing in near Beaton. That was a good move. Um, I thought Beaton showed a wee bit on Thursday night when he came on. Um, but I think it was I thought it was a good move for for Beaton coming in the day. Um, it allowed. Turnbull to get forward a wee bit more as well. I'm I'm still no 100% sold on Turnbull, to be honest with you. But I think if Rogic had been on rather than Turnbull today, then I think we could maybe have uh, converted a wee bit more of our dominance into goals. Well, you, you say that about Turnbull, and I don't think he's had his best games recently. Um, I did think he played quite well today, and obviously it was the, he set up the first goal. Um, took the a great cross. Unbelievable cross. Takes the ball on the right-hand side, takes a throw-in. Ball goes back to him from Abada again. It's bouncing. It's a tough one to take. And he just catches it, swings it right in. What about the fucking the finish? Mate. Like, that. they said that on, on commentary. They were like, he could have went with his head. He could have went with his feet. He could have done anything. He's like, nope. Chest. I fucking love that wee guy so much. Mate, he's so good, isn't he? And what about him picking up the picking up the hangway again? Oh, we didn't even talk about that, picking up the letter. Thursday night he picks up the letter the day, he picks up the letter again. What a guy. <laughs> like, to be fair, the guy had flung the flung the bottle at us, but I think he, he just made sure that it wasn't a hazard to anybody 
on the right back position for Aberdeen. Maybe the guy was throwing it to Kyogo to recycle it for him. <laughs> Here, put that in the wind, Gunny. I heard you. I heard you're a It's great to have him back in the team. I think he just gives the whole team a lift. Mm-hmm. To be honest, um, it's he's refreshing. He, he pulls defenders all over the place. And I think we, I, I'm, I fucking love Jota as well. What mm-hmm. I say is, uh, he's, since he's came, his first couple of games, it maybe took him a wee bit of time to get accustomed to the, the pace of the game and stuff like that. But he was tremendous. He's been tremendous every game, really, mm-hmm. um, since Wraith Rovers. So um, it's, good, it's good to see. But uh, going forward, again, I'm. It's a wee bit. It's a wee bit worrying that we're not getting the goals that, that our play deserves, basically. Nah. But um, it will come. I'm, I'm confident it will come. Aye, we, I mean, we seem to we seem to struggle a little bit today, as we always do, breaking down that eleven men behind the ball. You know, like I understand it's tough to do that when you've got that many guys defending. It's tough to find your way in. Obviously, a lot of our play recently has been going backwards, which has been really frustrating for me. But today we were actually, they were trying, you know, they were trying to get a ball away to Abada and Jota and then obviously laterly Kyogo as well um, when Abada goes off and some plank of wood comes on for him. Um, Mate, I need to ask you this and I don't know if it's if it's accurate or not. Okay. I don't think a Yeti touched the ball. No, he never. Because um, you asked me that and I hadn't seen him touch it yet. And I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch to the end of the game. What he did do, and I don't know if it's particularly well or if he just done it. You know, he was trying his best to kind of run, run about and kind of drag defenders out a little bit. Um, try to win fouls as well, wasn't he? Aye, try to do stuff like that. Try to win fouls and try to get yourself in positions. But it's just, it's not good enough. It's absolutely not good enough that, why why is Shakamakis not getting put on? If we're going to go with one up top, then why is, is it almost like a kind of pecking order thing that a Yeti, just gets put on seniority kind of thing aye uh, it's, it's maybe Yankee Marcus isn't 100% fit they both, you know? they both both come on midweek though you know they, they both he chucked them off both on together midweek so I would have thought that if somebody's going to come on you would give that guy a chance to see if he can change a game when you've got proof that Ayeti isn't changing games when he's been coming on so far um, so it's, it's frustrating to see him but Couple of performances talk about then. So we obviously mentioned Turnbull there, but he's, he's kind of. Well, I thought he played all right. Kyogo speak for itself. You know, I thought he was brilliant the whole game. Um, I wanted to ask you about their goal. Um, we've been crying out for somebody on the post at corners, set plays, whatever. Uh, mainly corners, having somebody on that post. Ball comes in Aberdeen corner today, and we've put the weest guy in the pitch on that post, Adam Montgomery. Just couldn't make it, could he? No, but Joe Hart should absolutely fucking body him. Aye. I thought he should have just been right through him. Aye, but it was a bit of a freak header. The only place in the goals that that could possibly have went in, and it's went in. But do you know what? At the end of the day, we we rallied, we got the winner, and that for me really is the, the most important thing. So, mm. aye, just bring it on, man. Bring, we- bring on the next one. We did. We'll, we'll talk about the talk about the second goal as well, mate, um, for, for Jota, because it was great play from, from Rogic. Um, traps the ball, drags two defenders out with him, s- slots in Montgomery, 
fair play to him not taking a shot in that, that position because I thought he was going to take a shot. Aye, He's absolutely thunder bastard in it and the bottom corner, isn't he? Aye. But I, I had a wee bit of fear that Yaw was offside. So I, I waited, I waited before celebrating. I was trying to see. Um but no, it was it was good, man. Like see the, the ball across Yota was there, scored in front of his maw. She was there watching the day. Okay. Uh, hi, she's up at Petordi. Mrs. Jota. Aye, Mrs. Jota. Um, scored in front of his parents got man in the match today as well um, how important do you think he's going to be for us Jota going forward I know we had a debate earlier on about who's better Jota or Kyogo I mean what a position to be in you know we're arguing over two class players but um, I was going with Kyogo I think he's more important for us but you you're in the Jota camp well I'm not saying that Hingway that <laughs> that Kyogo is no, no more important what I'm saying is I think Jota might be the best player that we've got in the squad, like technically and and as an option on the like he's he's always forward thinking. He's got the eye for a wee ball, a wee ball through the defence. He's also got the eye for a run for somebody else to make the wee ball through the defence. And his final ball's excellent as well. So, but I just kind of felt we got the better of him um, when he was on the left. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't really in the game when he was on the right, apart from his goal. So, but I don't think Kyogo offers anything else on the left where, uh, more than he offers when he's in the middle. So, for me, I think that that Ayeti uh, substitution was the wrong call. Although it's although it's the way it's worked out, it's been Kyogo a Jota for the goal, right? But it's sorry, Montgomery for uh, to Jota for the goal. Yeah, I, I would have rather have seen a moving Adam Montgomery up, keeping Kyogo in the middle, and maybe uh, putting Yakimakis or something like that on and playing up front with Kyogo. You know, because right. at some point we're going to need to try them as a partnership. And why? When's a better time than when you're chasing a game? I'm just so done, mate, with Ayeti coming on. You know, I, I think having him on doesn't give us anything at all. Well, um, what I say is, mate, he never even touched the ball. He was on for 15 minutes today, right. and he never touched the ball. So, uh, what it, I've said it the last couple of weeks, Ryan, he offers nothing. He offers nothing. And I all right, he's, he's had a couple of goals, but other than a couple of goals against teams that we should be scoring barrel odds into anyway, mm-hmm. it offers absolutely nothing. What did you make of the performance at the back of the day from uh, Carter Vickers and Starfield? Mainly Carter Vickers. I thought he had a really, really good game. Aye. Aye, solid. Well, he's solid today. Um, but Starfield's always get that wee moment, that just a wee tiny moment in the game where... Your heart fucking stops. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Then he done it in the, the second half of the day. Kind of got the ball at the edge of the box and then tried a drag back and fucking nearly done a nearly done a uh, David David Turnbull. But thank fuck Aberdeen made an arse of it. Aye. Because it was it was as clear cut a, a mistake as as, he, as anybody made in the game, and they just thank God they couldn't take advantage of it. But he's he's got a mistake in him every game, I feel. And it's fucking 
it's a nightmare because any we play so much football at the back that I I just don't trust them at all on the ball. I think Welsh is better suited to that as well. Though Welsh seems a lot more calm on the ball. I'd like to see him alongside Carter Vickers. Um, I mean, um, I think Welsh is probably a better player than Starfield anywhere or has been. So it's a bit kind of harsh that he's been he's been dropped. But I'd quite like to see that partnership rather than rather than Starfield. You know, it, it doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence. Really. I I agree with you, and especially like uh, during the week there on Thursday. He never covered himself in glory in that game either, mm-hmm. you know. So he's I wouldn't say he was to blame for a lot of the goals that we've that we've conceded, but like I said, he's always got that wee mistake in him. Yeah. And it's, it's brutal to watch. It your your heart's in your fucking mouth anytime that ball's going about the defence. And I don't understand why he's fucking persistent on making his play for the back so much. I know this might be his system and all that, but surely he's got to be looking at it and his ass has got to be making buttons as well Aye. when we've got that ball at the back. It, it doesn't, it's never really felt me with confidence watching the ball getting played across the back. You know, Leverkusen game as well was was bad for it because the amount of times that they pressed us and we were just nearly crumbling. Aye. So I, I prefer the ball out to the wide and just push up. Um, a problem that I've had watching us so far this season is the fact that we are going back far too much. You know, we're not we're not pushing forward even when we should be, even there's a bit of space. I'm just driving in the space, just just push ourselves on. But they don't seem to do it. Whereas today, actually, I've seen a few signs that, that they were trying to do that. You know, McGregor, I thought, had a, an okay game today. Um, I don't think he was particularly great. But he did an all right game. He was trying to kind of push us forward as well. Um, what about what about Montgomery? Obviously, we mentioned Montgomery. Um we don't have we've got nobody at left back just now, right? We we don't have any decent left backs at the club or right backs to be honest with you. Um other than probably Juranovic who's injured. Montgomery at left back, what did you make of his performance? Minus the goal, obviously. I, I don't think he was great. No. Um he's he gave a ball away quite a lot as well. Um he's he's a work in progress, he'll come on, I'm sure. But you know, you, sometimes you get the feeling with somebody. Like when Kieran Tierney first came through, you were like, all right, this boy's a player, mm-hmm. straight away. You know what I mean? James Forrest, I know that's going back a wee while. Callum McGregor, um, players like that, you know, you're straight away, you're like, they're, they're a good player. They add to the first team. I don't think Montgomery does. Um, but like I said, he's a young boy. He's, he's just coming through. And you've got to give him a bit of time. Do you think he's better suited to being a, a, a left midfield player rather than a left back? You know, well, I think did he not play left mid for the for the youth team? I think he, he initially came through as a striker with the youth team he? and he got moved, he's kind of been moved back to the left. So he's went left mid then left back. Um from that point, but he initially started off as a as a striker. Um I don't think he's got enough about him to play left back. I don't think he's big enough, commanding enough. You know, I think he's more of a kind of Kind of tricky player, a bit of a runner, which might be more suited to playing in front of a left back. You know, when when Taylor's fit, anytime they played together, Montgomery was always ahead of him. You know, as the not as the defender, so maybe he's I more suited to that kind of position. Aye, but uh, what you need to remember is this system that gets played is an inverted uh, wing back kind of 
role as well. So mm-hmm. he's expected to be going forward even from that position. But I think you're right in what you're saying. He doesn't offer much defensively. Yeah. Um. I. So yeah. I. The point he makes fair. Um. But I would like to see Moriam. Maybe sparingly. You know, like cup games and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. um, try and bring them through the way some of the English clubs bring through their talent. And bleed them in the cup games because you know, like I said, I think the the league cup now is too far on for us to be experimenting. And uh, you know, one more win, we're in the final potentially against Rangers if they get a result against Hibs. But um, you know, we're not counting out St. Johnson first of all. But uh, I, I think maybe the Scottish Cup for the earlier rounds, if but depending on the draw, obviously. Uh, start to bleed some some more young players, and I think Adam Montgomery would would blossom a wee bit more for being able to play more freely against a lower level of opposition. Than any more kind of notable performances today for you, mate? Anything? Anybody stand out, or anybody not cover herself in, in much glory? Do you think? Oh no, not really. Um, no, I thought I thought Beaton played all right. Um, I thought Rogic when he came on was excellent. Mm-hmm. There you go. You happy with that? <laughs> there you go. Um, Got me right in the fields, isn't it? Kyogo, excellent. Jota, excellent. Um, I thought Turnbull was was all right. Um, a wee bit better than he has been recently. And nah, I think the, the whole team kind of get past marks today, with, with the exception of defending for the goal. I thought. I think. We should just be happy to have that kind of monkey off our back with the the away win kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. this is the day that we won away. Correct. You know? We will rejoice and get mad with it tonight. Um, so let's go for your, your Celtic rating, your Celtic dafty of the day, if you can think of one. So let's go with your, with your dafty, first of all. Dafty of the day? Aye. Uh, nah, I'm not, I'm not having one today. Nah, good. That's what I wanted to hear. And Celtic rated, who are you going for? Jota. Go on, he's, he's a rendition. Go on. Because I gotta have faith. I gotta have faith. Brilliant. On for McStay. It's a second for Celtic. So that's pretty much us now for international break. Um, Scott on their back this week. Um, I was listening to Ange's post-match interview. Did you hear it at all? I didn't make because I went to make something eat. So he basically got asked about the, the break and he said, you know, the, the last international break wasn't too, wasn't too good for me. Um, he said to his players, if anybody gets injured on international duty, don't bother coming back. That's <laughs> <laughs> what he said to them. He's, he's hoping that we can use the two weeks for anybody who's not away to kind of get them up to, up to speed. Anybody who's nursing injuries, try and get them back as well. But, Aye, if you pick up an injury on international duty and you're a player, just don't bother. Is that, was he laughing kind of thing, aye? Um, I mean, I, I think he was definitely making a joke, but he wasn't laughing when he said it. He <laughs> 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 was deadly serious, so don't don't mess with it with Ange. McDonald, They've done it! So, Chris, not a, lot of, not a lot of news to speak of this week. Obviously, we've got an international break coming up, like I said, um, so it's fairly quiet. However... Um, I've seen a quote today that Ange has been in um, he's been interviewed about the January transfer window so he said mm-hmm. we've, ident- we've identified targets and be- begun discussions before we get to January so that we can con- 
conclude deals a lot quicker than we did in the previous window. He's also uh, reiterated. He's also reiterated his desire to utilise the Japanese market as our season will be uh, over. Baby, <laughs> been listening to shit like that, mate. He must have been. He must have been. Um, right. All I'm going to say to that, mate. Right. I'm delighted to hear that the work has already begun. Um, for that. But how are you? How are you feeling about hearing that we're hopefully going to get our work done early in January rather than waiting to deadline day? Aye, mate. Uh, that has been the bugbear of mine, and you know that we leave it so late in the transfer window all the time, but see that news about looking in the Japanese market, geese it, because that, I've said it before, you know, like, Kyogo's obviously the top kid in Japan when we've signed him, right? And he's proven that he's a, he's a class footballer. Get get some of your old team in, or, or some of uh, Kobe, the Kobe players that were playing alongside him, mm-hmm. because they must be they were supplying the goals for him, you know what I mean? So, that, but then you might have the old Shevchenko Rebrov kind of gimmick, but um, <laughs> if they might be shy on their own kind of thing. But Aye. Well, come on, I, you've, I'm so excited. <laughs> no, mate, for me, you know, it, it's good to hear that we're we're starting to put this this in play just now because, like we've always said, the the, the biggest issue for us has always been the transfer windows waiting far too long to, mm. to bring in some names, um, you know, getting to like the 28th, 29th of the month and you're sitting going, Fuck, right, okay, we need, to, we need to sign some players now and waiting too long to do it. So if they've got well, people there... It's dead, dead nice Ange as well, but to sign all of these players for Gordon Strachan to manage. <laughs> what uh, about that for a fucking... that for a, a rumour? Mate, could Didn't you imagine... Could, aye, but could you imagine? Could you imagine Gordon Stratton in a dressing room full of Japanese players? <laughs> full of Japanese players while he fucking try to advocate for Moose for Dundee. <laughs> fucking pin, pin him up against the wall because he's raging. Um, no, so that'll be I'll be an interesting one to see how that goes in in January. But that is it for for Celtic Daft this week. You know, we are going to go and we're going to chill. We're going to get ourselves refreshed and nobody better get injured, mate. So I'm saying, knee injuries. On maybe, we'll do, maybe we'll do an international week, say like that, where we talk about all our players that were on international duty. And find it or we could just take a week off. Ah, take a week off, mate. Let's just take a week right off. In, right in. I'll see you in a few. Right, thank you very much for listening to Celtic Daft. Remember to keep listening wherever you get your podcast. If it's on Apple, rate and subscribe on there. Chris, you'll be back this week on the, the main show with Gredo and maybe Stevie no Stevie no Stephen. he might he no, might come Stephen. on Zoom you might get his presence on Zoom this week but we'll, we'll, see dust. we'll see how it goes um, but in the meantime like I say rate and subscribe wherever you get a podcast until next time Mr Crystal a hell hell Audio Frontier